Welcome to Leo Rising, a living tarot and creative intuition podcast. Here we'll have a conversational exploration of tarot, personal and spiritual growth, and identity formation. It's less of a how-to and more of a come along on the journey with me. I'll process stories from my life, both from the past and from the current moments that I'm moving through, to give listeners things to think about in their own journey. I'll also be introducing you to wonderful humans who are exploring these topics in their lives, either personally, professionally, or both. So my name is Jenna Fox, and I'm an educator, writer, tarot reader, Reiki master, and queer mystical mama. What I'm not is an expert. So if you're a seeker, if you've got a curious mind or are interested in esoteric topics, then this is the podcast for you. And I'm so excited to have you on the journey. Let's get started, shall we? On today's episode, I have the incredible pleasure of interviewing Maria Strom of Hip Chick Tarot. Maria is a tarot reader and artist living in Athens, Georgia. Her first tarot reading was in her hometown of Portland, Oregon. At the age of 15, she recognized the deep spiritual knowledge available in the tarot cards, and she's been learning from them ever since. At the core of Maria's spiritual practice is acknowledging the divine in everyday experience. She's in awe of the synchronicity and spiritual epiphanies that the divine sends our way, but she feels that the real practice is in our everyday lives, how we relate to ourselves, others, and all that's happening with us and around us. Maria has created a diverse modern deck for women that's both spiritual and practical. Welcome, Maria, to the podcast. Hi, Maria. Jenna, hey. How are you? I'm really good. Good. I'm so glad to connect with you. Thanks. Thanks for reaching out. I appreciate that. Heck yeah. I love your tarot deck and I can't wait to dive in and talk about, talk about it. Okay, cool. But let's, um, let's back up. First of all, you are Maria of um, Hip Chick Tarot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to share with um, the audience? Like what sorts of things um, are important for the listeners to know about you before we really dive in and talk about tarot and your deck about me yeah well, what's um, important about I, you yeah me okay so I am really interested in my spiritual practice and um I've been really influenced by Buddhism a lot love and, it and, yeah and I'm interested in social justice, economic justice, so I try to work locally on that. I've I've just connected with a group here in Athens, and I want to explore that further. Because I've only moved here, I've only been here a couple years. I moved here from San Francisco, and I really love living in this small town. It's really, it's really been great. The people have been really, really cool, and... Uh, I have a yard now, and I grow tomatoes, which is a big deal this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. So you moved from San Francisco. You're now in Georgia. Yeah, Athens, and, Georgia. 
Athens, Georgia. Okay. Um, I'm curious about the, the Buddhism. Like, have you always been interested in Buddhism? Is this a recent thing? Like, how do you get introduced to it? Um, well, I was brought, I grew up in Portland, Oregon. Okay. And those ideas were, were really around. Mm-hmm. So I started meditating and doing yoga, you know, when I was in, you know, in college. And um, then just throughout, um, I lived in San Francisco for about 16 years. And I would go to sanghas there. And just the meditation process has really helped me um, just sort of connect you know to the larger to the divine to the larger existence instead of just being an isolated individual you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you do you do sitting meditation like with a community or is it mostly like a solo practice i'm doing a solo like? practice now okay. i haven't found that many people like in town there are like mm-hmm. people that practice but you know, you you know, you need to drive there, and I like to just kind of walk to stuff. So I haven't right, really found that right. many people into it here. So I'm just doing it by myself. Yeah, I bet that's a little bit of a culture shock coming from sort of the West Coast. San Francisco, Portland are pretty kind of. Here's the point in the interview where Maria and I have some connection difficulties. I'm not sure what was going on on my end, but we lost a little bit of audio and there's going to be another glitch coming up in a couple of minutes. So bear with us. The rest of the interview is fantastic. Maria is a total gem and this is not her fault. This was totally technical issues on my end. But while we're on this little pause, I wanted to say that Amazon is currently offering $10 off the Hip Chick Tarot deck. So that makes it only $24. You can't beat that price for a feminist, inclusive, badass tarot deck. You should go ahead and get it now. So I'm going to get back to the interview. Bear with us as we deal with just a teeny little bit more of technical difficulties. You'll follow right along. Love you guys. I describe the suit of of wands or or whatever and that's how the kind of the suits came to me I also color-coded them because I think that um like when I read it's really great for me to just look out over the spread and just see if, if there's a lot of blue then I know it's it's a lot of the feel suit you know mm-hmm. visually just pick up on that right away so that was really cool that was that was I liked being able to create that part of it. Now, have you always been an artist, or did you just you know start with this as your project? No, I was um I was a painter and um, an artist before. I, uh, I on my website I have some of my artwork up. Like I I did a Eve and Adam series. There's a cat series mm. in there. Um, yeah, so I've been painting before this, and I, I did children's books too a while back. Wow, you got a like a full a full house of of stuff that you've done. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been great. Now, do you have like professional training in art? Like, was that do you have like a schooling in that, or has this just been something that you've always been doing? You know, your whole life. I studied it in college. Okay. 
went to Portland State in Portland, Oregon, and I studied there. Hello? Did we get disconnected again? Oh, no. no, I'm here. Okay, cool. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, no. When I listen back to this, I'm gonna gonna have to do some some creative editing. I think we've gotten some holes in it, but okay. Um. Okay, so you you're in San Francisco, and you're in this women's group working with these women, and you get this idea to do. Yeah, I mean, it's a tear. I used to do this um this little meetup that was called Tarot Talk. Tarot talk, okay. Yeah, or tarot, was it tarot time or something? And um, so the people that came were mostly women. And I think that that really had an influence on me wanting to create the deck, you know, because I wanted to create a deck that they could relate to, you know, where, you know, everyone in the deck wasn't, you know, just expressed them, you know, that wasn't just sort of a, a um, a more narrow stereotype that we see of women in society, you know? Yeah, for sure. That, yeah. That are kind of promoted as the, as the model of what we should be. Yeah. There's so many, it's, it just looks like there's so, there's so much like diversity represented in the cards, you know? And that, and that's one of the things that I, I really love about that is that you've, you've, you have, you've captured different body types and, you know, races and like ages that it isn't just so, um, all like the same, you know, I think about that as like the age, like, I love that you have like children, you know, imagery, like a child of think and child of create, you know, instead of just everybody being like 30 something white people. Yeah, yeah, and the child is really like I really um, the child is what the page would normally be, right? But I really like the child because I feel like like last night I did on my Instagram account I do these like evening meditations, and the child of create came up, and what my meditation on that card was this is about your innocence mm. and it doesn't really matter how old you are you know you can always connect right. to that really heartfelt innocence that really i really believe creativity comes out of so um yeah you know and there are times i think that even young people can see themselves in the older woman, you know, that they've had this wisdom or um, gone through an experience that deepened them. Well, even like people say, you know, that young people can have old souls and, you know, that idea of like, sometimes I meet, I meet, I do, I meet, yeah, I work with teenagers and there's times where I'm just like, you're 16 and I think that you're like the wisest person that I've met, you know? And then sometimes, you know, even when you're older, yeah, being able to have that kind of like child, like looking at things in that creative way or looking at the world differently. Yeah. But I'm curious your process for like renaming the different cards or even like, how did you, did you just sit with, let's talk the suits. So when you were creating the deck, how did you cut through all of that archaic language, medieval imagery and, and get to the heart of what those cards meant for contemporary times? Well, um, can I start with the majors? Is that okay? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So like there's a couple of the majors that just 
Um, well, one of them that a lot of people get hung up on is temperance. Uh-huh. They're like, what does that even mean? I mean, I don't really think that people in this century really use the word temperance. Right. It's from just a completely different time. And that, that I converted into flow in my deck because um, for me, the meaning of that card is, is flowing with life. You're not pushing something away. You're not grasping towards it, something else. You're just in the process of life. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't make decisions or that you don't, um, you know, uh, navigate your way, but you're, you're not fighting. And that to me is the meaning of that card. But when it, when you teach that card to somebody and you know, they get the word temperance comes up, you can just see that immediate disconnect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, for me, I just really put, well, what does this card really mean to me? You know, um, there were a couple cards that, were really always difficult for women. Um, and usually the emperor was really uh -huh. difficult yeah. because um, he was just such a patriarch and um, you know, he was kind of this knobby kneed little <laughs> guy, you know? So um, that one and the, the hierophant was really mm. difficult for women too. So I renamed the Hierophant Sacred Knowledge. Which I love. Oh my gosh. Like when I read, when I'm just like, yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, so the emperor became structure because um, structure is, I mean, it's just so important to, to every aspect of our lives, really. And a lot of times just being an artist, I know that I just want to like, skip over the sketch and just start painting or whatever. And so that card just really reminds me the, uh, about the, um, so taking those qualities of the emperor of being in charge, making a plan, executing a plan, and putting that really into the hands of, of women by saying, this is structure, and you right. know how to create that for yourself. Right, right, totally. And sometimes even better than an emperor figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, all of it, it comes from you. It comes from, in, you know, inside you. So all the cards are meant to, like, empower you with those characteristics of that card. You know, sacred knowledge is about where, like, the high priestess is about um, your inner knowledge that you just can access whenever, you know, when you, you open up to that. And sacred knowledge is about the knowledge available to you in the world, mm -hmm. you know, about finding, you know, what, what um, appeals to you to, to feed your, your spirituality. So, um, yeah, it was fun renaming them. Um, you would ask me about the suits. So, like, cups, um, I wanted to have it be more personal, too. So feel mm -hmm. seems very personal. Um, Swords is a lot um, of mental energy um, in that suit, so I chose think. And then um, create is the wands, um, because that is a really powerful spiritual and creative energy. You know, it's fiery and it's 
passionate. And so um, I chose the paintbrush as a symbol, which is kind of like a wand. You know? Totally is like a wand. <laughs> and it's like a wand for today, you know? Like yeah. that. <laughs> and then earth, you know, earth is because that suit of earth is um has so many aspects to it, right? It's it's like your physical self, it's like your possessions, it's it's the actual food you eat and and the ground you stand on and it's really practical suit. So um, I just chose earth because it's kind of like, you know, getting down to earth. And I think that other cards, I think I remember other decks actually using that term mm -hmm. um, too. So that's what I chose for that one. I love it. Um, what's the reception been like now it's that this is out in the world? It's been really, really great. I just got it reviewed by um, Little Red Tarot. Oh, yeah. And they were really positive. I was so nice to, um, to have that. I was really, really appreciative of that. And um, Instagram has been great. All the people following on Instagram and um, being part of that community and interacting with so many people there. And um, a lot of reviewers have looked at it on YouTube, which has been really great and really helpful to get the word out about the deck. I love that. How did you get started in tarot? Oh, that goes way back to like my teenage years. I, I was about 15 when I picked it up. I actually went to, um, there was this downtown mall, like a little shopping mall and the woman read there. Um, and I just got readings from her like every week and just was so amazed by it. And that's how it just, you know, then I got my own deck and. Do you remember what, what was your first deck? Was it the Ryder Smith weight? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was it. And I, um, you know, and then I got other ones from, for a while I was really into Voyager. Okay. I remember when that came out, I was really into Voyager. And did you mostly, so you got readings for a while there. Did oh, you mostly yeah. like then, you know, do it for yourself or were you the kind of person that was like, once you got a deck, you were starting to read for friends and family and go to those like meetup groups and. Um, I mostly, well, that was like when I was 15, mm -hmm. you know, um, back in the seventies. Mm -hmm. So I don't, there wasn't any meetup groups back then. There wasn't any internet. <laughs> right. But, um, I started just reading for myself and just getting to know the cards by just pulling one of them and going to the guidebook, you know, and then watching this, uh, this woman read, you know, I was fascinated by that. And she would record the readings and then I would go home and listen to them, you know? Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's like, that's like what so many tarot readers are doing now, you know, like doing readings and recording them and then like doing them on the internet that to think that that was happening, you know, in the seventies. Well, yeah. I mean, she had recorded on a little, um, cassette recorder mm -hmm. and that's what we had. And I would take it home and I would listen to it. And sometimes I'd pull the same cards and look at how she kind of read that story, you know, how she how that came about you know how like when you're reading i i describe it as reading the story that comes about in the cards yeah yeah you know which 
So, um, yeah, that was my early training. How did it evolve? Was it just like slowly over time or like, was there a moment where you woke up and you were just kind of like, this is kind of what I need to pursue? Well, I was into it, you know, on and off throughout my life. I mean, I wouldn't say that I was doing it steadily since I was 15. I mean, there were times when I, you know, had to get a job and I was totally in, immersed in learning something new, um, mm -hmm. doing so, you know, I wasn't doing it, but I would have them around and I would pull cards, um, now and then, you know, and then there'd be other times like when I was in San Francisco that I just wanted to do this class, connect with other people. Um, so there's been, you know, varying degrees of intensity with my tarot practice throughout the years. Yeah, the, ebbs, the, the natural ebbs and flows of anything, right? It's just like yeah. in meditation, there's nights where that we'll do it, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes with my kid. And then other times it's like, mm, five. <laughs> And that's really cool because, you know, it's, it's honoring that natural cycle with ourselves, you know, um, that what, you know, it's kind of going with that flow with what feels right. And I'm really glad that I'm, you know, I'm doing, I do readings for people on Instagram and I, you know, I post little readings and I post them on YouTube. So I'm really doing a lot now, a lot of readings um, for others. Mm -hmm. Um, and I really enjoy doing it. It just really connects me with, um, this, with my intuition. And when you do readings, do you do them like, um, over email? How do you, do you just do them over Instagram? Do you Skype? Like what's your, um, what's well, your I will process? Skype, like if you want to, you know, purchase a reading for, from me, um, you know, through my website, I will Skype it, but uh, the readings that I do, like on YouTube, I just you know record them on mm -hmm. my, on my um, you know computer and then post them up there. So I'm doing a lot of just recorded readings. Right. And it's amazing to me how um, the response that people feel like they could connect and resonate with the message, you know, even though they're not in person or I'm not seeing their face, you know, through right. the the internet so right yeah that, that collective powerful. they are they <laughs> are i've been a part of some of those like collective tarot tarot readings um and it's like you know i'm getting something super valuable out of it and the person that's you know like watching the video is also and we're just like not even yeah. in the same place and it's like whatever you need to take away from it yeah so you have this hip chick tarot deck. Um, what's your next project? Is it going to be tarot related? Are you working on anything? Are you taking just some time to just chill? Well, I'm, I'm actually taking some time to chill. So okay. I, I've been working on marketing the deck. It just came out in May, the end of May. So it hasn't really been out that long. So um, I have ideas in the back of my head for a new project, but I don't really want to start anything quite yet. It just doesn't seem to be quite the time. I, I want to just relax a little bit. Um, you know, I want to paint my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some, some other versions of creativity, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm always curious about people's like artistic process, you know, like when one thing is done, are there other things bubbling up for them or, you know, how that works? 
Yeah, there's some bubbling going on, but I'm not quite ready to dive in. Yeah, well, you know, it can just it can just sit there and simmer. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick a tarot card for like what you're currently experiencing right oh, now, should I actually pick one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, here. Let's do, it. Let's, do a real Let's see what I get. Oh, I got the eight of earth. Ooh. And that's about really taking it to the next level. And honestly, I feel like I'm in this state right now because when things were really busy with finishing the deck and, and doing this marketing surge and stuff that I really didn't even know how to do, um, I, was, I was distracted. I mean, meditation was hard. My mind was going in a million different directions. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've had some spiritual um, breakthroughs in my life in the last, just in the last week. Ooh. I don't really want to get into all the particulars, but it's been a growth cycle for me. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like what I want what I'm working on right now is, is just really being myself. Yeah. And, um, and that, that is going pretty well. So I'm really relaxing into just being um, who I am right now and, and not, um, you know, I talked about not grasping or pushing anything away, mm -hmm. but I've been able to, to flow um, pretty well uh, recently and I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Circling back to, to that temperance that you've renamed flow card, like seeing that card really helped like settle inside me some of that same like what is this temperance all about I mean that uh, if I could like get that in like a poster size and have it you know in my room it's like <sighs> when yeah. yeah that would be cool maybe a shipper publishing will do that yeah like to ask them you know have like a whole series of these things it's just like oh just to rem a reminder of like being in that space because I can feel it in my body when I see that image you know yeah, yeah. you know it, it's amazing how when you are calm and in a certain state of mind how you how that how the body connects to that yeah and I think about you know because it's an image of someone like floating on water and how water will hold you up and yeah. you can move through it but you can't, if you fight it is when you kind of start to drown. It's like, yeah. Like when you're in, I think when you're like in an undertow or something, like if you swim, I guess there's a way to, it's like a very small little channel or something you have to get through. I don't know. Don't quote me on this because I don't really know. <laughs> but I think like if you stop struggling and just kind of float, go, you know, paddle through this one little section, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know if that's a good metaphor, really. But anyway, it's like, yeah, like you, you just don't, you can, you don't have to struggle. You, the water keeps you up. Right, right. The water is holding you. And then you can make forward progress with your arms and your legs kicking and stuff. Yeah. But if you fight it, then it's like, you, you don't need to fight the water. The water is holding you up. Yeah, I mean, there's been so many times during my life where I've been fighting what's happening in my life instead of just accepting it and then working with it, you know, because when, mm -hmm. when I'm able to like accept what's happening, even if it really sucks, you know, 
then I can actually work with it. Right. Right. You know, I can make, I can make a decision. I can, you know, um, it doesn't bother me as much when I'm, instead of just being consumed in, in the, in the fight and the struggle that it, it sucks. And, you know, instead of, you know, once I release myself from that mindset, I'm able to actually, I feel like I can access my intelligence. (laughs) That's a great way to put it. Yeah. 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 So this podcast isn't just tarot focused. It's also like creative intuition. And so I'm curious, um, what does creative intuition mean to you and where does it show up in your life? Well, I actually looked the term up when you um, when you had presented it, and it from what I got was that it means like this kind of flash of of intuition that happens uh, very quickly, and you're quickly able to access this information and make a creative decision. Mm-hmm. Is that is that kind of what it is? Yeah. Okay. So I feel that that totally comes up when I'm reading tarot cards. Mm-hmm. because I'm laying them out and I see this kind of story, um, story emerging. And that just is a flash. It comes from, you know, the symbol, from the color, from maybe what I'm feeling from the other person. And even that will happen. Like, even like when I do a reading and the person isn't present, I'll light a candle and, and kind of calm myself and meditate and, and, um, you know, focus this reading on connecting with that person. So all of that information that I get, you know, feeds this creative expression, which is reading the tarot. Yeah. Yeah. The story that comes from all those little tiny flashes of like insight and the symbols and yeah. the feelings and all that stuff, synthesizing yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Synthesis of that. I love that. Well, we're about at time. So I want to just give space for you to share anything that you, um, that's kind of come up for you that, that we didn't get to any, anything that I didn't ask the question that's been like burning desire that you want to talk about. Um, and then I'm, of course, I want to know, um, how people can reach you so that they can, you know, buy your deck and get readings from you and connect with you and keep this conversation going. Okay. Well, um, I guess what I'd like to leave people with is that I hope that my deck, um, that when you draw cards from my deck, you can, they help you access this inner space, this inner calm that allows you to make good choices, to be um, spiritually free and, and to value yourself in your life. Hmm. Um, as far as getting a hold of me, um, my website is hipchicktarot. Um, on Instagram, I'm Maria at hipchicktarot. On YouTube, I'm hipchicktarot. Um, you can buy the deck on Amazon. Mm. And actually, Amazon has been really great. They're promoting the deck, so they, they've reduced the price. Oh, wow. It's come way down, which is really, really nice. So more people, it can be affordable for more people. I'll make sure when I when I put it out on um, when we release the episode that I give that information. You know. 
Thank you. Links to all that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much, Jenna. I really appreciate this. Yeah, this has been amazing. I'm so glad we got to connect. Okay. All right. We will carry this conversation on into the, the Instagram world and maybe we'll do a follow-up, especially, you know, if you ever come out with another project, an Oracle deck, you know, a hip chick yeah. too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would love, I'd love to, I'll see you on Instagram. I'd love to. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much, Maria. You have a wonderful rest of your evening. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey friends. Thanks for listening to Leo rising a tarot and creative intuition podcast. As of January, 2021, this podcast and all of the information is archived. So feel free to listen to the episodes. The wisdom of the tarot is everlasting but much of the information about um, booking a reading from people has changed in the last couple of years. So know that there isn't a tarot um, Instagram account or email address or way to get a hold of me for readings at this point. And of course, I will update that in the future if it changes. <laughs>